0: Kunal, coming up is our year-end episode.
1: Yes, this is uh, a sort of best-off. I guess everybody... We've discussed this Newspapers do it.
0: Everybody does this, man. It's I really a- hope our producers put together worst-off the shittest uh, but I'll tell you why it's the best of because it's conundrums for our listeners then it'll be good because it's better than anything we've done throughout the that's
1: year that's why we're saying that it's not our conundrums it's no. better we get better conundrums so it's the best of other people's conundrums so this podcast is now going to be like Facebook we are aggregators yeah it's your last week it's
0: your <laughs> last week and uh, we we are just here collecting your last week
1: yeah we're, we're, we're collection suckers what are they yeah, called we, we are like the Spotify of Spotify yeah we're just you know? sucking other people's good stuff yeah and sending it back to them
0: we are a platform of conundrums yes. we are not conundrum creators anymore
1: so this you is, are the creator you are, we are the, a platform you are the creatives yeah we are, we are
0: the... VT station <laughs> so uh,
1: this is the best off and we hope to uh be back in a couple
0: of weeks we're yeah, taking a little we're taking time a off. a little time off a couple of weeks yeah um you know it's Christmas and there's also just of all there. that and you guys also. Yeah. You have lives
1: to lead. It's, you, know. you have better things to do. Just, what are you going to listen? To? Just, just like this is we're rubbish. Just
0: for two weeks, we love you.
1: Yeah, and then we'll be back mid-Jan. Mid-Jan, again. And then we'll be talking shit again.
0: And then we'll be back in the same house,
1: same place.
0: Yeah, nothing will change. Nothing. Just have a. This date. Have a let's hope you have a pleasant, pleasant New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. Just, just do good things. Have a, like a good, good time. Don't break anything don't throw smoke like in parliament don't throw smoke at people don't do heavy drugs don't do any heavy drugs or if you're gonna do it commit fully fully do it but ideally don't (laughs) we have a fantastic conundrum from Saili one of our listeners hi Siley. and this has to do with bulk dating
1: yes So she says, recently, my mother was behind me to enroll myself in an arranged marriage app. Basically, it is uh, Tinder, but for Maharashtrian arranged marriages. I was so fed up of her that I finally decided to enroll on the app. After she logged in, uh, she, I mean, she, I'll I'll go back to the exact words. I realized (laughs) that this is a paid app and uh, there were two categories. First, where I will be able to interact with 75 guys for 3,000 rupees. (laughs) And second, where I will be able to interact with
0: unlimited guys for 6,000 rupees. Which plan should I go for? Excellent. Sahil, this is one of the best (laughs) conundrums you've ever received. Um, The unlimited option Hmm. could be risky. Because I don't know. I mean, 75 should be... It's like seeing houses. Hmm. 75 is a fair number to decide see either
1: 75 should be enough yeah i mean i'm not saying that you'll find your dream guy in 75 uh, this thing but it, i mean but it's taken a lot out of you firstly to go through 75 guys i'm sure you'll be fed up by the 40th person that you meet and what's but the price differential it's double so now i'm saying that if 75 is not enough i think 150 should be enough yeah so then you're just paying the same amount and you'll get
0: 150 You'll get, that should be enough. So, 150 should be enough? What Siley's real concern is, is do I want an all-you-can-eat buffet hmm. or do I want to preset a la carte? Hmm. But there are enough dishes on the preset a la carte. The thing is that you can end up not liking anything on the a la carte. Like, like it's preset. But, you be, eat but the uh, uh, other side of this is that all of us who've been to an all-you-can-eat buffet, don't end up eating a lot, but you don't have access to all the dishes. That's the thing. <laughs> so she just may mentally want access to all the dishes.
1: As I'm saying, that see, there's a certain freedom in being able to. It's like it's like the it's like the sea out there, you know. And 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 the and
0: the three thousand is putting like a barrier on it. And so you're saying, you know, when people say there are plenty more fish in the sea, hmm. you take those same fish in the sea and you put it in a pond. Hmm. You're like there are even more fish in a pond because it's much smaller than a sea. No, and the thing is that you bumping into those fish, the chances are more. Much
1: higher. Generally, there are many fish in the sea. But it's the sea, and I'm not in a place where there are fish. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I'm not like I'm not in a high-density fish zone. Yeah, <laughs> I have to way. swim
0: across the Pacific.
1: I have to go very far
0: to find these other fish. But here in a pond, small pond. small pond, small pond. So, 75, you have to scrutinize each uh, profile with little more detail hmm. because you're running out. They know that. They know that. They've given you 75. I think that, in fact, they should put more pressure and
1: say there's a time factor also here. <laughs> you do 75. <laughs> within three weeks.
0: Within three weeks. So, <laughs> you have to finish your 75 in three weeks. Then imagine the pressure. I'll yeah. tell you one more way to increase the pressure. What? that some of them when they go off the market you should remove them from the 75 oh he's gone I now Sahil should... is gone you missed your chance <laughs> gone Natasha's taken him like you know on
1: properties sometimes eh. they say sold yeah. <laughs> says,
0: yeah and so the photo should still be there yeah. and then
1: it should be a cross on the photo and the lady
0: that chose him her photo should also be there yeah And you she's say, giving a middle figure to all the other people got took him <laughs> off to the market But I do think that in future dating sites that, you know, ladies are choosing men, there should be a bottom thing to click on. This is just my personal desire where the guy's whole health report should be there. Mm. I think that's that's the thing that this is a, I've got a CAT scan done because you want to know that it's a future bet also, you know, like the house. Yeah. This is like a Kundli, but instead I want to know that his. Does he have a history of kidney stones? Eye problem.
1: But I'm sure that they must be having those things like financial statements available. Like, you know, like, like floor plans for houses. Boy, boy, full financial disclosure, finance, this is a health report. Because we judge the wrong things.
0: Certificates, medals. Yeah. All those things are also their photos of, you know, then. And also along with that uh, connections. Hmm. You know, close to Ude Kotak, whatever like has once yeah, worked yeah, with yeah. Went to Ratan with. Tata, went to school with those things. Yeah, because we judge the worst thing yeah. in marriage. We'll Good tell family. Great, yeah, yeah. We'll tell Good great family. stories about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Best joke is about a fish. Yeah, you know, excellent little anecdote about his visit to Madhya Pradesh. Those things. People now judge uh, He's got a good family I mean, That's the past Yeah That's like a building With a complicated Set of chain agreements No 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 Future Future What is the potential You're buying no the specs. future story yeah. Sile. You're not buying the friggin yeah. Good family That's his Father's done all that His mother's done all that yeah. He could be a murderer Okay We have another conundrum From Sai Our new Patreon subscriber Who lives in Gurgaon And his conundrum is this Kunal, house parties in Gurgaon are big and recently he was invited by a friend to a house party on their terrace and they had invited a Ghazal singer and the evening was with their intimate friends and family. The singer was great, Ghazals range from Mehdi Hassan to Jagjit Singh and everyone was enjoying, sipping whiskey, all was fine, till the Ghazal singer opened the evening to the audience for Farmaish, song request. Hmm. Now, the guest requests range from Kishore Kumar to Kumar Sanu to Bika Singh, which of course was inappropriate for a Ghazal evening. The poor Ghazal singer, after entertaining a couple of requests, got a little upset and stopped taking requests, which led to guests getting a little upset with the Ghazal singer. To diffuse the tension, my friend's wife started playing loud Punjabi songs. Everyone started dancing and singing. I also saw an uncle pull the Ghazal singer to dance to Mika's tune. Sorry for the long story, but my conundrum is, should singers avoid farmaish from the audience in such gatherings completely? Because this has the potential to snowball into something else. Yeah. Absolutely correct. Absolutely. I have never seen a request evening go well for Western music, Eastern music, any music. Yeah.
1: No, I, I've also been to one of these intimate sort of home uh, where they invite a uh, a singer to the house. And, you know, someone of repute, not, not just... Like you know someone who who's known to do a certain particular form of singing. And uh, I think there they handled it well, where you know they ended the evening and then everyone had dinner and, and that was the end of it. But but I could I mean you have stories of of performing at you know uh, large family events uh, as well where they might they like after your stand up like if they had started saying can you do some Johnny Lever or can you you know do a uh, can you do some improv now or can you crack some jokes with our daughter. Uh, it would
0: get into some (laughs) tricky uh, territory I I think that the art of the request Hmm. is something as a people we're not very good at like one thing that at corporates you get a lot is make fun of Vipul make fun of Vipul and or they're like you know sales team eastern region tell say something about them now you don't have the context of why (laughs) that's funny right you know that is the biggest thing or you know like Mota Mama, where are the jokes about Mota Mama? Now, if you're in a wedding, you don't have the context for Mota Mama. So might as well then just let Mota Mama do the thing, you know, or they sit you down earlier and lay out the entire groundwork for all the complications within the family family. Or the company, you know, that the Eastern Sales is the loser team. That's why you make fun of them. So, you're like, ah, okay. Cha, cha, now I get it. So, if they don't mm. give you that, then they're just throwing out things. And yeah. I don't think we have a context or respect for a singer's back catalogue. Hmm. So, they don't give a shit if he's a gazelle singer. They're like, it's Bajja! Yeah. You know, and the thing is, that guy may not be a Bajja guy. Yeah. You know, like, you may just be... A little sort of, you know, uh, I mean, offending him. But I don't think people care because what I like about Indian audiences, they come with what they know. They don't give a shit or care about what the artist may or may not know. Yeah. You know, that makes it a little tricky territory. What do you think? Yeah, I I
1: think that, you know, there should be certain boundaries, uh so, uh, like, I can get it that at a wedding, sangeet, you've hired a singer, and that singer is say, you know, he's just open to singing whatever. He just wants people to have a good time. He's just going to belt out anything, you know. I, I get that. But if you have someone <laughs> doing a certain genre, like a certain specific, yeah. like say it's an Elvis yeah. Presley evening, and you have an Elvis Presley yeah. impersonator who's coming to do Elvis Presley, and then suddenly you said, you know. Uh, where's yo yo? Where's yo yo? And all that stuff. Like, do some yo yo. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah.
1: It, you know. So then it gets complicated. Uh, imagine going for a play. You know, or you go. You are going to watch a show. You know, whatever. Twelfth night or whatever it is, or or as you like it. And then suddenly someone from the audience says, you know, <laughs> like. <laughs> Do some stand up also, do some stand up also like, <laughs> yeah. but I'm I'm you know, I'm in the middle of a soliloquy
0: here, like right? this is like this is not the so so it's I, I I've I realized also that don't you feel this way that after Indians have a drink, yeah, yeah, then they they've decided they they want something, you know, they they yeah. forget they forget what kind of evening that it is or you know like who's invited me they want a certain kind of thing. Yeah. So, they don't give, they'll shout out whatever, Gappar Se! Gappar Se! Like, they want that. Now, that's what's, basically, it's the first, you know, people say, don't say the first thing that's in your head. Yeah. In one of these guzzle nights, after a few whiskeys, if it's a nice roof and people are chilling, they just shout out the first thing that's in their head. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, Sunny Leone! They'll just shout it out. Like, you're like, okay, uncle, this is, this is you in your downtime, like not. Yeah. This may not be the right place for it, you know. Yeah. I had a friend who
1: actually did a, uh, you know, one of those uh, supper theater things at one of these.
0: Mm. It was mm. a
1: corporate supper supper theater, and they did a they did a two person play. Devika Shane uh, uh, a wonderful actress, and she had done this thing, and I remember her telling me. That uh, there was this one guy who had a few drinks and he was in the front row somewhere and they'd finished their their play. It was an actual play, you know, it was a two-person play. And at Mm. the end of the play, everyone clapped and everyone was happy and all of that. But this guy kept shouting, once more something else, once (laughs) more something else. So he said <laughs> <laughs> he wanted it. He wanted the show to go on, but he wanted something
0: else also, not this. <laughs> yeah. in one head. He's something else, something else. i had once gone to i had once gone to see uh, the comedian Kunal Kamra perform in a bar. He wasn't yeah. famous then; it was many years ago. And one uncle was wasted, and while Kunal was doing the thing, he kept shouting to the back, "Change the topic! Change <laughs> the topic!" So he liked the comedy, he just didn't like the topic. Topic. The topic was <laughs> a <or the> problem. <laughs> Change the topic. Yeah. I'm saying the gazel singer, if you've got no context, you are wasted. You just want to hear a song in your head. You yeah. know, you'll shout that out. Yeah. You know, you'll shout out Brian Adams. Yeah. Everything I do, I do it for you. He's like, but I'm a gazel singer. Like, there's no co- <laughs> the guy'll just still shout shout out his shit, you
1: know? Yeah. But there's one
0: thing that I have to
1: say. Is that mm-hmm. is that to become a ghazal singer, you know, to because mm. ghazals generally are based on a lot of sadness. That's what I have found. There's a lot of they're, mm. they're, they're mm. generally very they're very sad songs. They're, they're you know they're they're nostalgic or they're reminiscing or they're you know philosophizing. But there's a certain sadness in it, and I think that it comes from going to live events and having people force you to sing other stuff. So so it actually does improve <laughs> you as a guzzle singer in case you need to get into the zone of, you know, not being able to do what you want to do because it in, it improves your guzzles. because <laughs> you're suddenly a much sadder person by the end of it because you've experienced these drunk people.
0: You're destroyed, no? Yeah. That's why your songs are like, then you invent gazels about it's autobiographical about yeah. the shit, you're about the the shit
1: that you have to that, that people put you through. You know? Teen ghar pe so. karke yeah. a,
0: it's that kind of nonsense. <laughs> uh this is a conundrum from about Disneyland. Mm-hmm. From a gentleman called Ravs. Yeah. Uh I'm just going to read it out. Hi, I'm very lucky to have some great friends from university and we try and meet once a year. This year we've picked Disneyland and it's something we've wanted to experience for a very long time. For context, we discussed quite a bit when we were in college. However, because of how much we wanted to do on this trip, I feel like we're under some pressure to ensure we have fun. The planning and itinerary we have is quite punishing. And as a self-aware person, I know I'm largely responsible for the stress. I'd like to think I'm quite relaxed as a person, but suddenly with only this trip, I want to be sure the trip is fun. Can you even plan to have fun with certainty? I don't know. Please help me. Oh, my God. Thank you very much. Thanks, Ravs. Hmm. Excellent conundrum. Thank you, Ravs. Excellent conundrum. Planning a holiday for friends is stressful. Yeah, friends, family, Because this is thankless. Whatever you do, someone would be like, "Uh, why do you pick this place?
1: Yeah, I I think that the fun is definitely had. Yes. By the people who are making fun of the planning. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what restaurant. a guy, man! Yeah. where
1: has he brought us? What man? is this hotel? It just shows on his just full, poking, poking, yeah, just poking, prodding, and that's the fun. You know, yeah. that the fun is that you make fun of the itinerary or Chikuri. itinerary. Yeah. <laughs> But, but but I mean, to ensure that fun happens, I mean, it all depends on, you know, the friends, how close they are, um, whether they can get out of the past, stop talking about nostalgia and just like, you know, live in the moment and enjoy. But I guess you could have a lot of fun just talking about old things also.
0: Any sort of tour planning yeah. is a difficult job. Hmm. Any kind. I mean, I think tour operators have a really difficult time. It's a
1: tough, it's a tough job.
0: Especially if you're an Indian tour operator. It's impossible almost. I mean, he, and that's what he
1: is on this thing. He's a tour operator.
0: He's like a tour operator. Sort of. Because the difficulty is not the obvious things. Because you'll be like, oh, you know, I'm picking this particular ride. Hmm. Say, I don't know, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, I think is a is ride. A ride yeah. yeah, I'm picking Pirates of the Caribbean over... I don't know Star Wars Star Wars right I'm picking that as a thing and someone will say I want to buy a three pin charger hmm. and you're like what and someone else will say I want a cheeseburger with a fried egg hmm. where can we get that in Disneyland and it's all the things you haven't accounted for hmm. that completely jack you yeah you know it's it's those things I had a, a friend who was a tour operator hmm. and he said he used to do corporate tours Uh, for Indian men. Right. Uh, Mostly like banking offsites, And he said the big thing he learned about taking groups of Indian men anywhere is that they were obsessed with wanting to go to strip clubs. Okay. And he would plan these very cultural holidays Mm. uh, in parts of the world which were Western Mm. and had strip clubs, but they were not... It was not their main thing. <laughs> it wasn't the main. <laughs> it wasn't the thing main attraction. Please, you know. So it wasn't like Amsterdam or whatever. It was like he'd pick, say, a tour through the Swiss Alps, hmm. and they would be in very sleepy towns. Hmm. You know, uh, it'd be in Basel or Lucerne. Hmm. Where everything shuts down, and all the men would be like, around eight thirty at night, they'd be like, "Let's go to a strip club." And it's a town that shuts down. Hmm. It's an early evening. It's a small Swiss town. The whole point of it is. The quaintness, the chocolates, the Hmm. restaurants, the fairy tale. You go to little shops, you buy a little coffee, you know, you buy chocolates and you eat in a little Bavarian cafe. Like that's Mm. the whole vibe Mm. of it. Mm. Now these men are like, strip club, strip club. So at nine o'clock at night, this poor tour guide, what does he do? He has to go find a stripper who's awake. Yeah. And if it's a, it's very hard. It's tough. Because he would be, be like, you know, this this town goes to sleep at nine. All the strippers are fast asleep. Hmm. So he wouldn't know what to do. I suppose the only answer is like to go to a strip club at 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so, they, But then they planned, you know, a ride to the museum or a train ride through the Alps. And then that would yeah fuck up the day's plan.
1: At <laughs> <laughs> 9.30, nine post-breakfast buffet. Yeah. <laughs> Strippers We will lobby in the morning <laughs> We are
0: going to a strip club Quran. Yes A new Patreon subscriber His name is Sai Narayan Hi Sai Hi Sai And his first conundrum is Hello Kunan Nanavab I have been a listener for quite some years now And finally after a lot of inner conflict and contemplation I decided to take the Patreon subscription For an ad free experience Thank you, Sai. But now I feel I'll miss the ad you both play in the middle of the show, which I think was the best part of the show. What do I do now, Sai? We'll uh, uh, we've forgotten the ad actually that we did. Hmm. But just for the ad, Sai, should be what should we do? How should we help, Sai? Should we send him a a a a, a ad? I, I don't know how to help him out here.
1: I guess you could, I mean, we could send him just the ad that we recorded, which was, hi, this is an ad. You know, that was the ad that we did. So, yeah, welcome to the ad break. Welcome to the ad break. And then we, so I'm saying that that little bit we can send him. He can just listen to it in the middle of the podcast if he needs to. The interesting conundrum he raises is that sometimes, you know, Mm. when you're watching like a show or you're watching television Mm. or, you know, like now everybody's watching Netflix. Mm. Uh. And you're not getting the ads you know i i Mm. and you're not getting like are you a little bit disconnected from you know the products that are out there the bad advertising that you you end up laughing a little bit it gives you a little bit of a breather i'm not romanticizing it because you know i used to hate the ads in the middle of of anything of the movies of of tv shows it was very irritating but sometimes there would be ads that would get stuck in your head. You know, remember in the in the early 80s, we'd be watching our cartoons on DD and then the ads would play. Or we even, even when we hired a video cassette from a video cassette library, there'd be ads in the middle of the movie there also. You know, sometimes they'd have ticker
0: ads at the bottom. I'll be honest, man. I need ads. Like, I go to the movies only yeah. to have Amitabh Bachchan shouting at me. I just feel like in the old days... Sometimes I got disappointed when the movie started Hmm. because it was a large number of ads and a large number of trailers. Then eventually the movie started. I was like, "Ah, whatever. But it was that first part that gave me a lot of joy, you know, that uh, and even now I feel like, yeah, I want to know why Ranbir Kapoor is drinking Pepsi or whatever. I want to know these things, you know, like. Amir Khan is still doing ads, you know, at, at his tender age of fifty-five, whatever. Like I, and clearly there's still demand. So, Sai, we'll I guess we'll play you the the we'll do a special ad for you at some point. Yeah. Next month when Kunal and I are together, we'll do we'll do a thing for you. No, but I, I just feel that, you know,
1: uh, there was a certain charm to some of the ads that even that we saw in theaters, you know, like because they'd give you that kind of, because they'd be so bad, you know, it would be an ad for some underwear or it's an ad for some, you know, and then everyone would laugh because it would be like the, uh, recently I saw an ad where this actress uh, starts sniffing this guy's underwear. Uh, I think it was Jacqueline Fernandez and uh, she's reminiscing about the her man coming home from work and she opens this underwear drawer and she starts smelling it and she starts dancing with it. You know, and, and the thing is that I... So I was, and the whole audience had a wonderful time, you know. Like, everybody was really enjoying this ad, even more than the film. Because the film was, you know, the film was getting... Uh, it was getting too much and, and and people needed that break. And then suddenly you saw Jacqueline do this <laughs> with this underwear. And everyone was just, like, in splits. And everyone was just, like, having a great time. And I think that sometimes the ad does give you the relief, you know, that you need.
0: Uh and sometimes I'm, of course, I'm very sorry involved. to bother. I don't know this ad, but um, clearly somebody thought this ad was good enough for family viewing. Yeah, I said you know I I've seen worse for underwear ads where
1: where you know there's mm. like where they really focus on the guy's crotch and they really like you know there's this seam running up his crotch and they really take a tight shot of I don't know. It's always been difficult to do men's underwear ads, you know, because. Like no man is watching that ad and saying, I got to buy this underwear. I think they're targeting the women to buy the ad for the men or because I don't know.
0: I, I don't know how it works. This is a this is a good conundrum. So, so if I bought that underwear, I'd have to also be married to Jacqueline Fernandez, who would also need to wait for me to come home from work, right? With your underwear um, in her arms. Yeah. Yeah, a number of things would have to line up in order for me to get the real joy out of the underwear. Hmm. I think the the fundamental problem might be Jacqueline Fernandez marrying me, you know, Hmm. apart Hmm. from everything else. Hmm. And I think the sirens behind me agree, you know, they... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> even the the driver of that fire engine is like, yeah, I can't get Jacqueline Fernandez to return my calls yeah. either.
1: Yeah, and for me, the ad actually solves one of life's big conundrums. Is you know, hmm.
0: is that where the hell
1: are, are my underwears? You know, like I just bought <laughs> so many. <laughs> it's with Jacqueline Fernandez. It's clearly, clearly. <laughs> it's clearly with Jacqueline Fernandez who's dancing with them. I think that his th- at least that the. that answers one of life's. <laughs> Big, big
0: conundrum. Why, why, why can't we do that other end of the ad where the guy goes is like, what are you doing with the underwear? Why are you dancing with it? I can't find my underwear anywhere. You're dancing with it. <laughs> 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 that's the that's the ad yeah. that they don't show you. That's the ad they don't show you. Kodak. Yes. I had a, a conundrum. Hmm. I just got a call. I don't want to name the channel, whatever. Hmm. Let's say it sounds like MTV. Okay. (laughs) It just sounds like it. Rhymes with. Now, uh, they said, oh, we want you to do something. We'd we'd love for you to come and do this little thing. But uh, we're looking at giving you extreme exposure. We don't have a budget. Hmm. But we plan to give you extreme exposure. We plan to give you extreme exposure. Extreme exposure. I think what they're trying to say is that they'll put you on TV and and do ads or whatever nowadays this thing but I was quite taken by the words extreme exposure Hmm, hmm. and uh, two questions one have you ever been in a situation where someone's called you and said we don't have any money but we'll we'll do various things with you Hmm, hmm. and two this lady says please call me back and tell me what kind of extreme exposure you would like Hmm. in lieu of payment Hmm. and I want to know if you had any suggestions for what how how extremely exposed i should be in lieu of payment from mtv yeah
1: so uh, <laughs> so i think what they're trying to say is that you know <coughs> we will plaster your face all over mm-hmm. the city mm-hmm. you will be seen you will be heard you will be in print you will be on the radio you'll be all over media i mean everybody will be talking <coughs> about you for like one day yeah you know so yeah. it'll be, you'll be but um, we won't pay you what do you want pay you i think extreme exposure the problem with extreme exposure uh, that I have also found is that it is extreme. <laughs> you always want the right amount of exposure, and this Don't goes put with me on every toothpaste. Yeah, because see, this goes with right from. A-rated films to pornography. There's a there's a line. Yeah. There's exposure, which is titillation, which yeah. is great. You yeah. know, like a lot of famous actors and actresses have yeah. exposed up to a level. Yeah. That's exposure. <laughs> <laughs> when you get into extreme exposure, it becomes pornography. It's dirty. Right? It's
0: dirty, and then you know, it's all. It's. I mean, it's spoiled for you. I mean, now there was a time I remember where uh, you were promoting a film, mm. and some brilliant person sort of suggested. That they dangle you from a hoarding? From a hoarding, yeah.
1: Yeah. It was no. a very high, eight-story high hoarding on Andheri Link Road. And then they said, we'll we'll put you on a harness and then you'll fall down from the hoarding. Now, how long did they expect it to be up? Now, that's quite extreme exposure. See, it's it's extreme. <laughs> <laughs> now, the exposure part was their responsibility. <laughs> I brought the extreme. Okay i said what i'm going to be doing is extreme okay because like you don't exports. often wake
0: up in the morning i don't, get uh, a coffee and i
1: was the father of two children you know my children are little babies and i'm i'm dangling there on around the sixth floor of a hoarding in the middle of Andheri and uh, and some stunt and you're director thinking this saying, better be worth yeah and i was thinking that this better be what worth something because i'm really bringing it. extreme here i'm bringing the extrodit <laughs> the exposure was lacking <laughs>
0: The because exposure, imagine the
1: exposure is the exposure of that event. You know, like now, whatever happens, now someone does something extreme. Oh my God, that guy's extreme. But where did you see it? I don't know. No one saw it. So I'm saying that
0: then that exposure part. So both the factors are there. Yeah. So let's say if they tell me, hmm. you know, what we'd like you to do is be totally naked right. at that Starbucks or Carter Road. Right But then you're Breaking the exposure <laughs> I'm breaking that part Then it's the opposite Then it's the opposite You're bringing Well I'm exposure. Bringing The extreme also no, no no You're bringing Exposure in that <laughs> okay. Then now What's even sadder Is if no one Covers that That's what I'm saying So that's Instead if you're just A naked guy Yeah Who's And there nobody cares And you're And you're, <laughs> you're Shoot away yeah.
1: By the Starbucks. <laughs> and you know, One latte is given To you on your ass So we have two uh, listeners who have uh, who are patreon subscribers who have sent us uh, some conundrums and uh, one is uh, Sananda Mukhopadhyay hi, hi sananda hello hi. hello hi sananda
0: i will read out sananda's conundrum i often notice people in the trains with a tiny automated counter stuck what People
1: in the trains have got this little counter stuck in their fingers and I'm told that they are counting prayers as they say it in their mind or something aloud under their breath. Oh, like those beads thing. Well, but this is not, it's like a counter. It goes click, click, oh, click, it's click like and it's got a number on it.
0: Yeah. Why must prayers be counted? Also, this machine is fascinating. I don't pray, so I got one for myself. What could I count as I travel through the city? Oh, this is brilliant. Oh, like, oh, it's like ram, 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 but. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Right.
1: So, I, I guess generally they do it with a bead. Uh, I know what you can do on flights. Beads. On flights, what can you do? You could count turbulence. You could count uh, one two, babies three. crying. Yeah, babies crying. You could count. Uh, what one, I two, would three, count four. is the number of construction sites around my house. Yeah. Because that would run into the hundreds. Yeah,
0: it would be faster than ram, 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 ram. Yeah. Yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, pa- Lodha, 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 Lodha. <laughs> You know. Oberoi Oberoi Oberroy, Rustamji, Rustam G, Loda, Loda, Loda Ram, 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 Ram Ram, Ram, Ram BMC, BMC, BMC. BMC. Yeah. yeah. Prestige, prestige, etc. <laughs> bellissimo, bellissimo.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But why are prayers counted, do you know? Why should prayers be counted?
0: It's like working out. Like what is the point of doing It's like sets six lunges. Yeah,
1: or in, or one back squat. Correct. So you 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 keep count, no? Yeah. So I'm saying squats, squats. That also you can squats. count on this machine. You can count that also, but well, that's very boring. But you could, but it does need a count. So I think prayers is like that workout. So if you don't have the count or the thing, then you'll be lost. No, if you have to do it 100. And, but
0: but shit, the, how many times did I say God's name? Shit, shit. I have to say I have to say. God's oh, it's name. here, 52. 100. Shit, got, 52. I got to do another 60. Uh, another 50. One. But um,
1: but why do you have to count it? It's a very good question. I, I think, think that first by of all, doing it once, is it like just doing one bicep curl? Like, it, look like it, if nothing's going to happen. Like you have to say it 101 well, times and then, then it resonates. Yeah. Because or is it the focus of the energy is more... Or is it just like you're not spending enough time doing this. I want to occupy more of your time in your
0: day because if you just say this prayer once... You're done in like five seconds. Hello, God, you got one billion people saying God's name. There should be some threshold number before you start listening. See, it's about control, right? Yeah. Now, I can't
1: control you Mm -hmm. if you just do it for 10 seconds in the day. Mm. If I need to control a portion of your day and I need a negotiating tool with you, right? How many times did you do it? Yeah. Six I million. Did, six million. Ah. See, now, you have to do six million. Now something will happen. Now, now for your model. Platinum four member. million. Now yeah. four million will do. Now four million. I'm saying that unless you have a number which is occupying time in a person's day. Yeah. Like, you know, you're doing it for a certain amount of time. It doesn't, the, the value decreases. Like 12. What is that? What is that? Because you finish in like 45 it's seconds. Three minutes, it's over. When you're saying, I'm committing one hour to this mm. thing, mm. then it's a portion of your day mm. has gone in doing that. That means that this has now got more control over me. Mm. And then
0: God will also notice. no? That's what they're saying. Like when you go to one of the temples mm. and some says, you know, this donation has been 12 Suddenly everyone wakes up. Yeah. You know, even God is like, one sec, just one sec, one sec. Come here, come here. How much? Yeah. Twelve lakhs. Come, come, come. Come, come.
1: Come yeah. to the inner room. There's a
0: special VIP
1: line. Because I remember You've got to stand out. You have to stand out. I went to a darga once, and uh, there was the you know, in the middle they, they have the thing with the it's the like, a, like yeah. a jadar oh, and and like jaduish th- kind yeah, of thing. It's yeah. like feathers. Yeah. And they're doing that and then they bless people with the thing as you go around the darga. And uh, and people were throwing money, not throwing, but giving money, you know, like people holding out money, It you know, the crowd. And the guy was just collecting the money, collecting the money. He was collecting the money. And then one guy had 10 rupees. So the guy took the 10 rupees and he gave the guy a tuppli on his head. Not enough. <laughs> he, You've come all this You've way with 10, 10 bucks. Yeah. See, so long, such a long journey you took and all that stuff. You came from so far and you did all these Climb things. Climb these steps. Climb whatever you did and all that stuff. Fat He gave him one tuppli on his <laughs> Deserves head. Deserves it.
0: This is why you need religious coordinators. Yeah. Tell you your place. This is all you. <laughs> ten bucks. I'm poor. Who cares? We are poor. You know. Yeah. Uh, that is why some temples in mm-hmm. the walk up, like Tirupati, they have ATMs along the way. Mm-hmm. So you know, don't forget. Mm. You know, remember what you're going up to see. Yeah. This is a great device, though. It's a great device. It's a good one. Koda, last conundrum. It's from mm. Rahul, mm-hmm. um, and he says. I was traveling by rickshaw the other day and the rickshaw driver and I were griping about the sorry state of affairs to each other. And in a moment of unimpeachable wisdom, beautiful words, he said to me, Because of the It's
1: a quote that stuck
0: with me. Because the dog also knows the road is in such a bad state. There's no point running behind an auto. Hmm. My question to you is, how are all rickshaw taxi drivers... Such wise people. It's an excellent question. Excellent. Yeah,
1: I think whether it's rickshaw drivers or taxi drivers, but not Ola drivers, not Ola Uber, because they are just. I mean, you know, they're they're on their own phone. They're talking on the phone and they're watching another phone. So it's a very different sort of experience that they have in a taxi, as opposed to a Kali pili taxi driver who's more interacting with the world and with the customer and, you know, they speak to them and they, you know, they don't have these corporate norms of, you know, don't speak to the customer, don't intrude on the person's life, don't ask them how they're doing, just, you know, drop them and just, Che- make sure that they're comfortable. So when you don't have these corporate sort of and and I, I, and I have to say that I I appreciate that sometimes. But sometimes you want to be chatty, you know. You want to say, are kya halat ho gaya hai, You know. So these guys, whether they're Diksha driver or taxi driver, they they grate against the city, right? I mean, they're being grated against the city. They're literally being torn to shreds mm. by the city. So they have this this deep insight about what's happening. They have inside information. They they're listening to people who are having conversations in the thing making their own analysis they're politically aware i mean they might still be you know bigoted or horrible or whatever that's a separate issue but they have strong opinions that they love to discuss and i think that that is uh, that is the case in most places in the world with real i'm not I, mean, I don't mean i mean taxi drivers who you know belong to the unions and and, and drive normal taxis
0: or rickshaws in this case. That's a very good point. So the other thing I found about Ola Uber drivers is they're not from the city they drive in.
1: Yeah, so generally, yeah. yeah if
0: sure. if I tell an Uber driver, take me to Gateway of India, which I would imagine, or VT Station, which I would imagine are fairly central Bombay landmarks.
1: They'll have to enter. A lot
0: it, of times they won't, yeah. they won't know what it is, right? Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, the, the what I like about auto drivers is they're off the earth, you know, so... <clears throat> I had an auto driver explain to me the meaninglessness of digital payments. Hmm. You know, he's like, kuch, you know, you can't, you can't see anything, sir. What does mean? If you can't and I thought that was quite profound hmm. of his understanding of money, you know, that hmm. like, what is an asset if you can't touch it? Hmm. Uh, he said, today is on the phone. What in the And he's essentially explaining, you know, the, the, the beginnings of cloud computing and yeah. the, the moral dilemmas of cloud computing. Now, he has wisdom. I mean, he's seen the world. <laughs> he also, once I've, I live in Bandra, so I take a lot of autos because that's the system there. And a lot of times, the guy will say, you know, Bandra is being made in building buildings. Who hmm. price par? Log pagal hai kya. You know, huh. So <laughs> he has a view on the real estate market. He has a hmm. view on cloud computing. He has a view the state of the municipality often we'll drive past something and he'll be like dekho na abhi chale jayenge Fir, puchega ke sa contractor ye kia hai that's brilliant he's asking about the nature of civic infrastructure redevelopment who's hmm. accountable i mean this guy should be in the municipality he should hmm. be in cloud computing hmm. I, every time i take an auto i feel like the guys in the wrong job you know, like he is the wise philosopher of our times.
1: Yeah, no, truly, and I—I I mean, I like having conversations with uh, with taxi drivers. I uh, sometimes—I mean, sometimes you hear a, a, a very interesting insights about you know where they live or uh, or what they just went through in the last couple of days, or you know what they just saw. It's it's very interesting. So I I would say yeah, they are the you know they they are the philosophers of the cities, you know. They philosophers are the, of our time. And Yeah. Well, you know,
0: at a very base kind of level. At a base level, but also one last thing I'd like to say is that basically when they're rejecting you, when an auto driver says, jana hai, don't take it personally, because he's not saying, he's not turning it down to be cruel, to make yeah. more money. He's saying yeah. you're not worth the conversation. Hmm. You know, that's what he's really saying. You're not worth engaging in the conversation I want to have about the state of the world. You are not yeah. wise enough. Yeah. It's like Plato not taking on a pupil, you know? Right, right. Like right. for a long time, I think Socrates had to uh, beg Plato to take him as a student or something. That's Aristotle, one of these guys. He's right. like, you're not ready. You're not bright enough. You know, you can't be my tutor. It's like that. <laughs> because he can see that you're not worth his wisdom. Hmm. So, to answer answer his question, I think that, uh, you know, they are the wisest people in Bombay, according to me. They should
1: start a taxi service called (laughs) Aristotle's.
0: Bandra to Jew, (laughs) Aristotle's service. You were listening to Our Last Week. Produced by Akam Shakadam and Avdood Khanulkar.
1: Hosted by Anubhav Pal and Kunal Roy Kapoor.